Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the It Doesn't Matter podcast. And we've got myself, John, and we have... Bobby Platano. There he is. And we have... I am the notorious one. I am Dom. Boom. And we've got... Cool. Yo, messed up my speaker. My shit went out. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear you one ear. Oh my goodness! Take that. Take Plus. that. Take that. Take well, that. Well, folks, we're carving WWF in your house. Final four taking place as you can see on the screen, February 16, 1997. A pivotal year in the world of professional wrestling for either company because we are in the middle of Monday. WCW Monday Night Nitro versus WWF Monday Night Raw. And this you know, takes place after the controversial Royal Rumble, where Stone Cold Steve Austin won. Hmm. But due to some crybaby Cody uh, Bret Hart fans, <laughs> <laughs> or himself, uh, there was some controversy, including the heartbreak kid Shawn Michaels, who just won the title from Psycho Sid at the Alamo Dome, forfeiting... The World Heavyweight title mm. on Thursday, Raw Thursday. <laughs> I don't have my smile anymore. <laughs> he lost a lot, all right? What did he lose? His, his smile. His virginity. His oh. beard. His oh, hair. He, now, his eye. Well, that eye was... Eye's still there, just moved a little bit. <laughs> a little to the left. <laughs> oh, man. Aye, aye, aye. But a lot of things bring us to this... Pay-per-view, including, as we said, Shawn Michaels uh, forfeiting the the WWF title uh, days before, culminating in this match, where the winner of this Final Four match would become the new WWF champion. Originally, wasn't that supposed to be the number one contendership for his title? Perhaps it was, Platino. Because (laughs) (laughs) Platino. The the quote-unquote rumor was supposed to be the return match of Brett and Shawn, but... Brett, uh, Sean did not want to put Brett over this time around, which is kind of selfish. Asshole. There was it it didn't work for him, brother. You <laughs> could have made some money with that, man, as a return match. I know we have our thoughts about the Iron Man match being what it is, but they've had plenty of matches before that one, and they all were pretty good matches compared to what they had at uh, Mania 12, so... I don't know. We all know Sean had his demons at the time, and I'm glad he's recovered from that. But I would have loved to see the rematch at Mania 13. But we actually got a better match with uh, Steve and Brett. But we'll talk about that later. Card subject to change. Yes, sir. All right, guys. What does it mean to be the World Wrestling Federation champion? To be the GOAT. Not a damn thing. Shawn Michaels vacated his belt. He's pussyfooting because his knee. (gasps) He lost his smile, just like these guys said. But whatever. We got a main event. You got your final four of the Royal Rumble with Brett the Hitman Hart, Stone Cold Steve Austin, the Dead Man, the Undertaker, and Big Van Vader. You know? It's time. It's time to lose your eye. I mean, bleed. Are you talking about Shawn Michaels? No, no. the thorn in it. Oh, remember that eye. That eye. That eye. We'll get there. We'll that get eye there. was brutal. Yeah. All right, guys. Western Union presents. In your house, <laughs> final four. Hey, uh, Western Union from <laughs> Chattanooga, Tennessee. Can I get my check already? I'm kind of hurting right now. <laughs> we got Jerry the King Waller and Michael Cole. No, uh, Jerry the King Waller. And <laughs> and my, uh, Michael Cole wasn't born yet. Oh he was there. <laughs> He's a war correspondent. Yes, yes. All right. So your first Teddy match, uh, your first match Teddy of the Gale. night is Mark Merrill with Sable. 
going against Leaf Cassidy. And guys, we don't know who Leaf Cassidy is. That is Al Snow. What, what does everybody it? want? Head. Hey, hey. What? You this, don't? This was a family show. <laughs> it was? Never. It was never a family show. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> <laughs> it was our all along. <laughs> it was our all along. <laughs> Just call me Adam. Copeland, Copeland, that is. <laughs> That's it. I got, I got you, okay, John. Okay. I got you. I got you. All right, guys. What do you think about this opening match? For me, it was nothing really special, but Al Snow showed that he was a... Leaf Cassidy. A, 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 uh, excuse me. A Leaf Cassidy. <laughs> he was a technical wrestler at the time, and he had the Midnight... Uh, the Not the Midnight Rocker, but... The New Rocker. The New, the rocker, new rocker gimmick, and it didn't do nothing for me. But uh, obviously, you guys can't remember the details. Nobody cares about Leaf Cassidy. Oh, I like the name though. Uh, yeah, I do like name's the name. pretty sweet. Was that the Brady Bunch? <laughs> no, Leaf Cassidy. It was a combination of the two shows: the Partridge Family and uh, I don't know the uh, some other uh, show like the Brady. Bunch who would have thought back back then it was Leaf Cassidy, and then what? Thirty years down the line, we'll get a color in front of Cassidy, <laughs> <laughs> or fruits huh. in front of Cassidy. Huh. His son. Oh, <laughs> uh, jeez. DJ Cassidy. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> you guys remember DJ Gabriel on ECW? Remember that? I remember him. With Alicia yeah. Fox? Yep. Now, I didn't watch ECW at the time, so was the guy supposed to be like, uh, you know, a DJ? Like, Or is that just his name? I do not remember that. Like DJ either. Gabriel and Alicia Fox. They came out together dancing and like, hey, it's DJ Gabriel. Like, Is he supposed to be like a DJ? Was he in Revenge? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it's like 2009 ECW. It was short lived. Yeah. Very short lived. I don't remember that one. Oh wow, that's good. You don't need to remember. It. You don't need to remember. Yeah, it's we ECW don't. on sci-fi. It, it doesn't matter. It ECW doesn't matter. on sci-fi. <laughs> All right, but it was crazy seeing uh, Al Snow or Leaf Cassie Russell that technical style because we know later on in '97 he got that push. He went back to ECW and he turned up him and Head. Oh, then he worked his way back to the F. E. <laughs> But guys, what do you think about this match? To who? <laughs> Count me as uninterested. It, nobody. <laughs> I know y'all feel the same way as me, so yeah. it don't make a difference. Yeah, it we, doesn't matter. It, we kind of knew where it was going to go anyway, just being that Mark Merrill was the star at the time, and then who was this Leaf Cassidy? Everybody was looking at Sable anyway. Yeah. If you look, if you watch that match, there's nobody that was watching inside those ropes. Hmm. No. Nobody. They were watching... Sable was looking particularly uh, delectable on this occasion, and yeah. she was wearing sunglasses the entire time, the L.A. Knight-style sunglasses. Yeah. 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 And um, yeah. It, it's kind of amazing. Like, you know, Sable was kind of uh, not underdress is not the right word, but under makeup or focused on. Um well, Mar- everybody a beer. <laughs> edge, edge, edge. And Mark Merrow was the, the featured superstar. But then yeah. over the last couple of months since, and uh, Dom and I were talking about this since, what's like, this seems very familiar. It's so, like, yeah, we covered the Buried Alive in Your House October 1996. So we're covering this show. It's only four months away, you know. And so some things have changed. Some things have stayed the same. Um, but, you know, if you go back to that era, that time period, Mark Merrow had just... Um, lost the Intercontinental title to uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. And, you know, he was still in the midst of a push. But now, fa- flash forward just a couple of months, February 97, Mark Merrow, he's, Sable's getting the bigger um, headlines. And Mark Merrow's hmm. push. Is, I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the, that too. The, those were bigger headlines. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Mark Merrow's like push it. was on the way out. And he would actually get injured 
shortly th- after this. The Wild Man. And then he'd come back to be Marvelous Mark Marrow uh, late in the year, actually. Yeah. All right, so the finish of this match, we see Mark Merrill with a shooting star press for the win, and that shooting star press is way safer than Sammy Guevara on oh Jeff Hardy. <laughs> Knocked him out, right? Jeez. Knocked him out. Yes. But Mark Merrill's uh, shooting star press was very safe. He made sure to tuck those knees. Tuck the and knees and lower the chin. <laughs> That's right. Mark Merrill, a safer worker than Sammy Guevara. Ooh. Ooh. Wow, that sounds just like, wait a second. <laughs> Are you the voice? No. <laughs> yes. So. All right. So after this, we see the honky tonk man come to the ring. <laughs> then they show footage. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> We're going backstage. Where the hell did he go? <laughs> what was that about? <laughs> Chattanooga, Tennessee, it's Honky Tonk's homeland. I know. Uh, yeah, and he only came out in a red jumpsuit versus his traditional blue one, or yep. black one, rather. And I, said, I said, oh, wow, Honky It came back, he's gone. The hell he go? <laughs> the fuck happened? They took a karate fighter's commercial break, oh, and he was out of there. Who told the back, said, go, go, go. Come back, come back, come back. <laughs> I just waved right through, the, right through the curtain. He just did a fucking R-Truth. My bad. Uh, yeah. My fault, dog. <laughs> it went back. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right, so after this, they show footage from Thursday Raw Thursday about HBK losing his smile. Bitch. In John's favorite arena in Worcester, Mass. Was that Worcester? DCU? Worcester. DCU. Um, no, 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 no. That DCU? was uh, Lowell. Lowell. Yeah. Oh. There's lots to like about Lowell, except... There's nothing to like about Lowell for all of the fans in Lowell, Massachusetts, that is. Oh, a lot of football in Lowell, I play. You ain't got nowhere to eat where that arena is, man. Mm. <laughs> there ain't no food there. But on the other side, there's a whole strip of places, but then it's only a one way, so you have to, if you miss it, <laughs> you got to turn around. You got to well, turn around, pal. Well, a lot of the places are closed by the time the wrestling show happened. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, there's one place, it was like they sold roast beef sandwiches. And. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> and they served it with a side of sour cream. I don't understand why. That's nasty. I mean, I was like, is this a local thing? They just gave you the sandwich in a little container of, like, from the hood, hood sour cream. I was like, am I supposed to put this on? They didn't, have, they didn't have the ajou? Do it as you wish. There's no jus. No ajou? No, it no was dip. sour cream. I'm like, I don't get it. Am I, what am I missing? And, uh, well, that's you, lol. Thanks a lot. You're Thanks missing, for the memories. You're missing the ajou. That's what you're missing. The French dip. That's it. So, all right. So, after this, we get a promo from Sid. Basically, he's talking about, it's time for him to be the WF champion tomorrow night on Monday Night Raw. Because huh. he is it the happened. man. Yes. The master and the ruler of the world. Wait a minute. If you have asthma, Psycho Sid's your favorite promo. He is. <laughs> and I don't have asthma. <laughs> or if you're on an edible. Oh, God. <laughs> Listen yeah. here, cry, baby. Because you could see when he's talking, it's like, then you'll start seeing stars and like you're there with him. It's like yeah. when, when Ultimate Warrior was talking. Like I was there in the 36th dimension. <laughs> it's like John said, though, so many times. Sid, Sid two time main eventer, 
CM Punk, settle. Ouch. Still. Ouch. That's Phil. Mm. Phil, you're cracking with that. And I love both wrestlers, CM Punk more, but Sid, that was the man. CM Punk is always next year. (laughs) Good luck. Sid is the definition of go break a leg, kid. Oh, you (laughs) jerk. Seriously. You ass. Ah, ah, ah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so our next match, we have Flash Funk. Coming out dancing with the Funkettes. You mean the Godfather? Oh, no. Flash <laughs> yeah. <funk. laughs> I was Flash thinking funk. that, too. I, I got calling them the Funkadactyls. Were, <laughs> I was uh, thinking that, too. It was, it was Godfather meets the Funkadactyls. Uh, Brodus. And then Brodus. And the, the Funkasaurus. Yeah. And Godfather. And then Vince just said, you know what? We're going to put those together, pal. <laughs> basically it. Every couple years, he's like, let me get these guys and a couple of chicks. All right, well, if you guys don't know who Flash Funk is, he was Too Cold Scorpio from that WCW and ECW. So funky. Yes. So. And then after this, we get Bart Gunn. Then they show a video package of Bart Gunn getting beat up by the nation. <laughs> <laughs> then, Goldust, then Goldust comes out, and then they show Crush taking out Goldust with the heart punch. Ugh. Heart punch. After this, we get the nation domination coming out from the crowd. We get Savio Vega, Crush, and Farouk, and D'Lo Brown with the fade. Oh yeah, he was in the 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 suit, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Nation of Islam suit on. They did the deep. shield entrance before the shield entrance. That was dope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, PG thirteen from ECW rapping. Yep, that yep, was yep. the most Mickey Mouse rap. <laughs> Me and Farouk, we a took. <laughs> Look, <Luke and> Boot <laughs> walking down the stairs. It ain't fair. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, what? It's PG-13? Yeah. By any means necessary. Move out the way. (laughs) (laughs) Try to get down. All right. Shawn Michaels has a frown. (laughs) (laughs) Cool Ray is back. Yeah. (laughs) All right. This is a random-ass tag match, but I enjoyed it. It was a fight. Flash Funk looked impressive. I was always a fan of him, hitting all these high spots. Fruk out here talking trash. This redneck. (laughs) <laughs> Southern Redneck, Southern redneck. <laughs> Yeah, crushed the jailbird Oh, damn uh, Allegedly Yeah, yeah right <laughs> Savio Vega looking out of place No, oh, he didn't nah, look out of place Not that time, no out of place Crush looked out of place Yeah, he did <laughs> Hey, crush by any means necessary <laughs> If you say so Anything to work its way back up To chronic I'd rather him still squeeze the head Pause Oh, not you know what I meant I don't know. No, better no, than the heart no, punch. No. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I guess. He still did it in a different way, but it wasn't his finisher anymore. Not like it was a good finisher to begin with, but that hurts. I just do it to my brother. <laughs> That's why forget it. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Plot to know, what do you think about this match? Uh, like you said, it was uh, a lot of good action, a lot of uh a lot of characters I was still kinda confused. Like this is what the nation was before we 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 looked at what it was later on, like when it was Henry and D'Lo and then The Rock would join later on. I was like, this is not the nation I remember. I probably wasn't paying attention at that time, but it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, good match, good action. But I don't know. I, saw, I felt like something was missing. I just couldn't tell what it was for me. Uh, Mark, Matt Johnson. Mark Henry. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was hurt, right? Yeah, always. Yeah, that was that was a guy back then. I thought he had so much potential, but eh, it is what it is. I thought I was playing Call of Duty. I was looking for my mic. 
That's how much. <laughs> See, the early nation of domination was kind of like the 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 joke that the FBI was in ECW because the joke of the full blooded Italians in ECW was that none of them were Italian except one of them. You know, Nunzio, right? Yep. Yeah. So yeah. so little Guido, the nation of domination. It's like, well, it could be. It's all nations. Yeah. Later on, they became an all black group, but in the beginning, well, they had it was mostly an all black group, and then Crush, and then Savio Vega, adding that to the mix. Um, then they. They, they kind of like, like in uh, the FBI in WWE, you know, with Johnny DeBull and, and Chuck Palumbo and Nunzio. Then they were all, I guess they were all Italian. <laughs> you know, it's kind of lost the gimmick, you know, like. Forget about it. Yeah. Did, did they explain how Crush and Savio were kicked out the nation or they just said fuck it? Later on. Okay. I, I probably wasn't, like I said, I don't, I, I, I don't remember. You, you saying that, I was thinking to say, I was like, when did he leave? A, did he die? Who? Who? One of them. No, crush? No well, crush. Yeah, later on. No, no, no one, no one died their way out of the nation. Oh, <laughs> um, oh. still around. Yeah. Spin kicking. Yeah, that spin kick was nice, though. I'm not gonna lie. That's a big dude to be doing that. Still think Owen had the better one, but still. He was a martial artist. Quang. Hi, hi, hi. Hello. Hey. Right. Hey. How you doing? What's up? <laughs> All right, after this, we see Stone Cold Steve Austin talking to Doc Hendricks backstage. That's right, Stone Cold Steve Austin just yapping away like early Stone Cold Steve Austin would, you know, before the catchphrases, before the dramatic pauses. You know, this is Stone Cold at his my earliest. Favorite. This is my yeah. favorite Austin. Yeah, my favorite Austin. Austin. I was trying to listen and, and see he had, his... He had already won the King of the Ring at the time. That's right? right. Okay. Just trying to see his inflection, his tone, like who, you know, it's like if, if this is Stone Cold at his earliest and what he would become, who... Who right now, up up and coming superstar talks like he does, and then presumably will become a bigger star later. Um, and it's you know you, you say L.A. Knight. Uh, it, uh, no, he, not, he, not cooled, he cooled off. Yeah, they cooled I, him down. I know, but you know you say he you know he's a combination of The Rock and Stone Cold, and he kind of really is. Uh, he takes elements from both, but that's the only one it reminded me of. But L.A. Knight still doesn't do it um, as authentic. No, as no, the original. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there is. I, I think uh, something happened in this promo where, like, some noise or something happened, and kind of like distracted Doc Hendricks and Stone Cold. But uh, Stone Cold just, or actually, maybe it wasn't Stone Cold. I think it might have been Doc. Yeah, so something happened. They just kept rolling on with it, and um, that's something that La Knight couldn't do. La Knight can't have something happen then because he flubs his lines a lot, and it's he doesn't recover very well. Actually, no, I take that back. This is uh, from. Uh, from The Rock on this past week's SmackDown. Yes, Big L. <laughs> um, the, the Rock recovered from a uh, flub quicker and better than L.A. Knight. Yeah. So, anyway. Anyway. All right. Our next match is for the Intercontinental title. We have Hunter Hearst Helmsley going against The Rock. Who would have thought? Actually, Rocky <laughs> Maivia. So many years down the line, and we this, see the yeah. same. It's parallel, thing going on, full circle. This is going on what twenty five years, twenty six. Man, Jeez. imagine Rocky Maivia wearing that vest now. Back in the night. <laughs> that the, vest was beautiful. Imagine the Rock having that hair now. That yeah. shit was terrible. That's yeah. true. That shit was terrible. You didn't like that pineapple Pete? No, Mar- man. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Jeez, pineapple Pete. <laughs> <laughs> But this was a decent match. This is a rematch from Thursday Raw Thursday where The Rock won the title. And 
you can tell the rock is still new to the biz yeah jr said it's um he's still a rookie um that he uh he had his experience, you know, he's got, he's coming from a wrestling family, so a lot of things he still learned from his pops and um, great Peter Maivia. But then JR, was it JR? No, King. King said that uh, Triple H had a wrestling coach since he was five, so he already <laughs> had the experience <laughs> Yo. <from> Yo. <laughs> King was so Let me point. tell you guys something. King back then had the best one-liners. Yes. <laughs> and he was... He said a couple of things, even during the Al Snow match. This, it's like, oh my gosh, this king, just it's quick witted. It was so quick witted. It was refreshing. Now that we got now, I, I kind of wish him and Bobby could have been commentating one night. Oh my god, the no, quips, that's nothing. Would do. Those two, the quips that those two have. Heen is my favorite of all time. Well, I know that. That's why I want to get your opinion. Crazy, but yeah, that that match. Um, it was a decent match. It wasn't their bet one of their better matches, no, no. but it as was. They got older and time moves on. They got a lot better, but at this time, a young rock, a blue, well, white face, baby face, white, meat, blue, white chipper. Meat, blue chipper, white meat, baby face, blue chipper. I don't care what whatever color, color you want. It doesn't matter what color it is. But I don't know. At the time, I wasn't big on the rock or Rocky Maivia. I hated the the drop kick like he used to try to do like his daddy. Yeah, it was cool back in the eighties, whatever. And nah, he can't. He didn't do it like Rocky. Nah. I'm just saying it was cool back then, but for the Attitude Era at this time, no. Nah. nah, it wasn't happening. Nobody cared about that. I don't that. think The Rock has ever been as athletic as his father. You really think so? His father was so like Watch, wow. actual watch Rocky Johnson matches. He was <laughs> athletic. They sucked, but he was athletic in them. I'd have to go back then because... He was charismatic. He fired up a lot. Yeah. So you're saying Rocky had more uh, charisma than oh, absolutely. The Rock? Yeah. Wow. No, no. Rocky? All the way around. Young Rock had more charisma than his father, but his father was more athletic than his son. Okay. No, you mean Rocky Maivia, or are you talking about when he turned to The Rock? No, 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 um, no, no. We're talking about Rocky Johnson and then Rocky Dwayne. Johnson is, was more athletic than Dwayne. Yep. That's what you're saying. Dwayne has more charisma than Rocky Johnson, his father. Yeah. Yeah, it developed over time, but yeah. Now, a better worker... Well, then it was different. Who is the better worker? No, the, the most electrifying Dwayne, man yeah. in all entertainment. Rocky oh. got blackballed. Dwayne, Hulk, did the less amount of work, got paid the most. We ain't talking that's about, what, talking about. That's what the we best worker is. Dwayne and we talking about Rocky. <laughs> no, but let's bring it, let's bring it back just to see like who would have thought we see we see Hunter Hearst Helmsley we've seen Rocky. And then just now we were seeing the same thing, but an evolved version of where they're now they have their family where one is leader of the company. It's yep. it's great. Like us as wrestling fans, it's me watching that. I was like, this is wild because no one would have thought, you know what I mean? That Triple H is running the show. Yep. Rock is running the show <laughs> with Triple H. He's running the company. It's <laughs> It's crazy. It's it's, it's full circle. Man. Yeah, it's like you look it's back awesome. at that time. You know, Gorilla used to be a, a pro wrestler back in the day, and now he's got like a management role or some type of on-screen management role on TV. He, normally, back in the day, you'd see that. Now, the older they get, it's like they can still wrestle. Those guys at that same time, they couldn't do that. It's, it's the evolution of wrestling is just constantly moving. I wish changing. Triple H could still wrestle. Though, man. Yeah, just one, one more. more. One more. Screw your heart. <laughs> 
wow. Screw your heart. Play yeah, the game. Just, just <laughs> leave it in the ring. <laughs> oh, my God. This is not the wrestler. <laughs> he is not Mickey Rourke. Bang your head, Triple H. <laughs> you think he's got one more pedigree left in him? Yeah, when he feeds his yeah. dog. <laughs> oh, Andre? <laughs> the big dog? <laughs> yeah. That was a good one, John. That was a good one. I just gave him a layup. <laughs> All right, so the finish. What's that the- mean? I mean, <laughs> what sport is that? <laughs> you were Shaq and I was Kobe. He was like, he's a lob. Ugh. What does Dom's dog have to do with, anyway? <laughs> he's got that pedigree, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Got it. The finish, Roman of, the, the finish of the match. <laughs> the Rock hit a German suplex with a pin for the win because Goldust came out and distracted Triple H. He said, kiss. I had the My. biggest crush on Marlena. Oh, I thought you were going to say somebody else. I had, the, listen, the way she was always cold. Nipply? nipply. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cold. She was yeah. always cold. And the way she had that cigar in her mouth. No, she was just, I just like her lips. She, she reminded me of like an older Topanga. Oh, my God. I love <laughs> I, I still love Topanga. Must have oh. hair. Yep. Oh, I love Topanga. Boys meet world. Just Woo. that, those lips. And, no, she was just beautiful woman. God bless her. Was it, was it this match? Do we miss it? Or uh, China's no, debut? This, this is it. This yeah. is China's debut? So this as, is her debut? Yeah. So as Triple H was ah, yeah, getting right. distracted by Goldust, when Goldust told him, kiss my ass, and he's smacking his ass and whatnot. <laughs> Jerry said, I knew there was something about him. Yeah. <laughs> um, I made that a boomerang. <laughs> Marlena was leaning up against the, the barricade, <laughs> and a mysterious woman, a diesel woman, came out and... Choked her out. JR said, Is that a woman? (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, I was listening to them. Them guys were on fire. Is that a woman? (laughs) Yep. So come to find out, it was China and she got escorted away. So she didn't ragdoll her just yet. That should be coming out next week or the week before on Raw? The very next night. The very next night? I thought so. In a very similar looking arena to this Final Four pay per view. Hmm. That security guard. The gave her he, the He's way like, he like he grabbed her arm and like hey, wrenched hey, it back. Hey. I know she was like, "Hey, ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> ah!" <laughs> she was grabbing. I was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> let go of her, you scoundrel!" <laughs> but yeah. All right. So our next match is for the World Wrestling Federation Tag Team Titles. We have oh Doug Furness and Phil Lafon going against Owen Hart and the British Bulldog with Clarence Mason. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> this next match is for the World Wrestling Federation <laughs> Tag Team Championships. Uh, but it was a good technical wrestling match, my kind of match. The Bulldog Owen, they had wow. some had some issues going on. What issues? I didn't see no issues. <laughs> Owen slapped Bulldog. Bulldog ran to the ropes and clothesline Owen. Next you know, Owen... Uh, about to get pinned, and <laughs> Bulldog turned around and kicked Fern- Lafer- uh, the Furnace. Uh, yeah, Furnace. Furnace. Yeah. Lafon. Someone. Oh, uh-huh. But it was just funny how um, Bulldog's getting ready to hit him with the power slam, and Owen came in and hit Furnace or Lafon, whatever one it was. Water heater. With the slam. Whatever they are. <laughs> <laughs> I think, think Lafon. I don't know. Lafon. A for Lafon from <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite. No. No, that's LaFonda. 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 Yeah. LaFonda. <laughs> You're just mad because I'm talking to so many chicks online. <laughs> All right, so the finish of the match was pretty good. Furnace and LaFon, <laughs> they won the match, but due to disqualification, they don't get the titles, and Owen is pissed off that the Bulldog broke his slammy. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Bolo's yeah. mad because I had to win. I had to win already. Never good when you're breaking. I could have beat him. <laughs> cool, Ray. What do you think about this match? Count me as disinterested. <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> no, it's I didn't know those guys yeah. until, until I watched this pay per view. I still didn't. I was like, who the hell are them? For, yeah. I think this was more of the build up or, or what was going on between Owen and Davy Boy than anything else because. Even when we're done talking about this, I'm not going to remember who those other yeah, guys were. Because at, at this time, the European title wasn't around, but that was your, what do you like? Your, they had a tournament and two were in the finals for the yep. European Championship yep. later on that year. Mm-hmm. So can, was, can we take a second how good Owen really was, man? Yeah. All the time. My God. We, we speak about that all the time. Owen man. was so good. Just the little things that he does, the way he sells, the way he does. It's, it's, What's your yeah. favorite Owen moment? You almost got me. <laughs> you almost got me. <laughs> you, uh, I almost went there. <laughs> um, I think the memor- the most memorable was when he was with Nation and that whole thing. Really? Yeah. That's that's my because it showed his because everyone knew that he was a prankster and all that, but it showed his range as being that little snarky, snarky. like like you could see that he was he wasn't supposed to be there, but he made it work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Strap facts. I don't recall. How did he end up in the nation, by the way? I don't recall either. <laughs> Wait! Hey. Elizabeth! I think... <laughs> I'm coming to join you, honey. Oh, God. If I had to guess, because I don't actually know, my guess would be, you know, at the time, uh, Owen Hart was feuding with uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, mm-hmm. and so... You know, a member of DX. DX was uh, rebuilt with the New Age Outlaws and X-Pac. And so it was an Owen-Hunter uh, thing. But, you know, DX flipped. You know, they they were heels. You know, the night after Mania, you know, when the they threw Chains Out Charlie and Mick Foley or whatever, you know, they were having that feud. They were heels, all of them. And they became faces over the course of the springtime and early summer. Hold on. I don't think the uh, Outlaws were even part of DX just yet. They became part of it, the not not this show, but after WrestleMania. After Mania, yep, yep, okay. After WrestleMania in night, well, yeah, but they kept teasing 14. it. They kept teasing yeah. it throughout those shows where they're helping them, where they're yeah, popping yeah. out. And- but Sean was always kind of like, "We're jumping over a year away," but uh, yeah. no, you know, uh, yeah, you're actually right. Um, but because they, you know, Owen was the face, then DX were becoming faces, so they had a flip. So <clears throat> that's when, uh, that's when <laughs> they cough, cough, cough. <laughs> oh jeez, and then um, so they flipped, and then I'm sure there was some kind of weird, you know, turn where here comes the face Owen helping out DX. No, he still hates Hunter Assembly, so the only way to fight him continuously was to join the nation. So that's what I guess. That's what I would presume. But right. uh, I don't know. When he carried all those slammies around, I, I loved Owen. Yeah, it was, yeah. Cool. It was, he was cool. taking people's slammies. Said they were. <laughs> Guy is awesome. Rest in peace. Yeah. Plato, any thoughts on this match? Which one? <laughs> Tag title match. Owen and the Bulldog versus <laughs> Furnace and Lafon. Yeah. Uh, like you said, yeah. a lot of technical um, aspects that I did like. I did. It was slow at first because I was kind of like, all right, this is going to be a match where it's like, when is it going to speed up? And then all of a sudden, all the action goes on. Don't touch me. <laughs> And then the whole uh, storyline between Owen and, and Bulldog, that's when you start seeing the real action going on. And like you said, it foreshadowed into the tournament that we will see later on during the year for the European title. 
Because I wasn't, I don't remember them feuding until I started seeing that. And I'm like, oh, okay, the Royal Rumble. They, they always seem to make like four or five storylines out of that, which is actually brilliant if you think about it. Because you're thinking, eh, it's just throwing over people over the top. Whoever wins, that's it. But there's storylines that you can build out of that. And they did great work with that. So, I don't know. I would say it was good. I would say three out of five for me. John, what do you think? It's a very interesting match because I can recall as a child, a child watching wrestling that uh, I didn't care about Furnace and LaFon. I just thought like everyone else thinks right now. They're boring, uninteresting, and who the hell are they? Um, but as as a grown-up of sorts, watching professional wrestling still, like all we all do here, and uh, you can, I appreciate them more because they wrestle like they're from New Japan Wrestling. Yep. You know, they wrestle in a very stiff, New Japan Strong-style way. And you can appreciate and admire that now, which I do. Um, but even watching it in uh, those childlike eyes, it's like, these guys are boring and uninteresting. Who the mm-hmm. hell wants to watch this? But Bulldog and Owners, I still say, one of the best tag team combinations ever in my history. And so I love watching them um, during that era. They were on fire. And, you know, as for Owen Hart uh, moments, we all acknowledge kind of like Psycho Sid. We love Sid. We love Owen Hart, you know. And this was this was I do last summer, the previous summer, uh, summer of '96 or so. uh, Owen Hart had a cast on his arm; he was injured. Um, But they were doing some vignettes backstage. You know how like Ahmed Johnson would like run through the backstage looking for gold dust, right, and stuff like that. They would show like backstage a little bit. You're not supposed to see certain things, and this before that was commonplace. You know, Mm -hmm. so the cameraman they're following somebody through the back locker room area and you you and you can see Owen Hart just sitting there like on the phone it's like <laughs> why is he there and so he just he knows the camera's on him so the cameraman's walking by he's like he sees the camera he's like I'm retired <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, like, it's like you don't have to say anything you know you're just a background character but he had the wherewithal I'm retired get out of here what are you, you know Owen just steals the show all the time man he's <laughs> Yeah, he was, he was great during that. I mean, he, he made some uh, color commentator appearances around that time, oh, and he man. was just. Can so, you imagine this day and age, him being color commentator right now? He oh, was my really God. good. He's really good. So, Jeez, man, we we missed out on a lot with that dude. It's a short period of time with uh, yeah. the King of Hearts, so still unlocked in AEW Fight Forever, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you say his best tag team partner was, in your opinion? The Turnbuckle. Oh shit! I fucking hate you. I fucking hate oh, you. I'm sorry. I said that out loud. That was... We're live, pal. Sorry. Can we do that again. <laughs> um, you guys' opinion, Dom? Bulldog. Bulldog got everybody. Yeah. John. Well, I'd like to hear some other contenders. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he it's not fair because John just got done saying that was his one of his favorite tactics <laughs> of all time. Well, so. I'm just saying he, he Owens had Yoko. He's had okay. Brett. He's had um. Bulldog, like you Brett said. Brett was short-lived. But still. Owen Je- and Yoko were a thing a little yeah. bit. Yeah, so. Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett, yep. Jarrett, Coco sure. Beware. Coco. I don't remember that too much, but yeah. They're lots of high energy. <laughs> um, but yeah, the only other one that would be a contender would be Owen and Yoko. Owen and Yoko. Yeah. But no, Owen the Bulldog it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I'm going to have to go with uh, Yoko. I like the mix you of. You don't believe that. I'm serious. I you like don't the, believe that. Yoko lo- and Owen are better than Davey Boy and Owen. In my opinion, I like the mix of strength and speed. 
Yoko was just too damn big. Owen did all the work. That's fine. He just come in, <laughs> leg drop, match over. <laughs> it don't matter. Damn. <laughs> I just like something different, man. Everybody's always going left. I go right. Well, go watch some high energy matches from the early nineties. <laughs> no, go, go vote for Jacqueline over Sable. Go ahead. I will. <laughs> <laughs> I know you love that awesome Kong. <laughs> I do. Over Gail Cameron. Awesome mm. Kong. <laughs> All right. So after this, we see the Undertaker backstage talking to Doc Hendricks. 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 Hmm? All right. So main event time. Already. Already. Yeah. Already. There's, there's Already. only five matches in this in your house card. And it's Vader with Paul Bearer going against Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Undertaker versus Brett the Hitman Hart. And then Vader is in the ring. Stone Cold comes in the ring. Vader's talking that trash to Austin and flips the bird. And Austin, right back at you, buddy. That was very out of character, if you ask me. Yeah. Vader's like, Vader's a big bad bad dude right from WCW and all that and Austin's talking junk to his face and Vader's just like why, why, why is he talking like that what the hell man like, <laughs> <laughs> got pussified by Boy Meets World stop yeah I don't think Vader was expecting Austin to do that to him yeah maybe it was a shoot like Austin's trying to crack him up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna try to do that to Taker in that match because it's always been like everyone's goal to crack Taker but fucker can't break I don't know what it is man Brock and, broke him and stuff. Oh? Brock do you think Brock did? Won their matches. Uh, I know I know. Uh, Godfather got him. Barely. He oh. was like, I know I know you. We rolled together, and I can get you laid with one of these ladies. <laughs> and he's just... Looking at a Sarah tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't let her know. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Roman Reigns mentioned this uh, during the one of his recent appearances. You know, when they mentioned Seth Rollins' name, no pop, no pop. Stone Cold <laughs> Steve Austin coming out during this fatal four, final four match. That's rare. No pop because he wasn't he wasn't there yet. You know, yeah. But it's still yeah. something when that glass breaks, though. I just, I don't know. It's for us. But yeah, at, at that moment, at that time, and where were they? Chattanooga, Chattanooga, Tennessee, Chatt- Chattanooga, Tennessee. No pop. But wasn't Austin already going on the rise at that time? Like, in other areas, he was getting the fanfare, and all the people were like, all right, that's the guy that we want. I think in the, the you know, the at the time, the smart towns, the city towns, uh, I don't know much about Chattanooga, and I'll leave it at that. I don't know <laughs> much about Chattanooga. Maybe they weren't one of those cities, so they weren't in on the Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, they were still in on the classic white meat baby face. That Brett. That Brett That Hart Calgary style. hitman. That- yeah. If you notice in the crowd, there's a lot of Four Horsemen t-shirts out there. I didn't notice that. I, I probably wasn't paying no. attention. Oh, sorry. I, I noticed an NWO shirt. I didn't see any Four Horsemen. There's a lot of Four Horsemen t-shirts out there. Woo! And then, That's probably why. Horseman country. So All right. The best theme so after this, we see Bret Hart backstage, and then they show him walking through Gorilla. You never see that back then, back in the 90s, no. to get to the ring. Hey, Bret! <laughs> MJF! <laughs> <laughs> You're adopted. Yeah, they went. They, they went right. They went all the way through when he went through the curtain. Yeah, you never see that. Yeah, especially back then. They should have flashed him saying Vince McMahon saying, "Yeah, cut five minutes." <laughs> Did not happen. I just made that up. Kind of like that lawsuit. It's a whole made up nonsense. Oh, jeez. Because <gasps> it's a bunch of shit all over the place. Ugh. Oh, that. All right. Speaking of shit, Abel, tell him about the rules about this match. 
The fatal four-way match of the night. The eliminations start with, you can throw someone over the top, but they have to land on the the ground. So both feet must touch the ground like in the Royal Rumble. Or you can eliminate the person with pinfall or submission. The last man standing will be the WWF champion. There's no disqualification. Yeah, there's no DQ. Since there's no disqualification, Vader attempts to hit Taker with the chair. Hmm. Taker kicks the chair. Vader is busted open. Well, Vader's stupid ass had the chair the wrong way. He had <laughs> yeah. it with the lip, the, the lip of the chair towards him instead of turning it around. You jackass. Turn it around, you dippy. You jackass. <laughs> Take a hit him, and then the lip hits him right in the top, like the sweet spot, as they call it, on top of the eyebrow. Oof. And that thing ripped right open. And it doesn't take much. Nah. It doesn't take much to rip that part of your body open. Yeah, this part right here. Right? It's just, it's it's e- very easy. And when you don't have the chair the right way. So, can I try it? Yeah. Okay. Can I say, that was a tough magazine. That was a face of Raw Magazine back then. And the title headline was Vader, Bloody Vader. And, like, take that to the CVS register. I want to buy this. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you, kid? What's wrong with you? I steal them. Just walk right out with them. That's why the crystal mall is the way it is. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> JC Penny still open till May sometime. when they're out. <laughs> <laughs> Take advantage of the old. We're closing down discounts. I don't want any of the stuff when they have it fully stocked. Why would I want what's left? You don't want a free suit. I mean, a cheap suit. <laughs> <laughs> Undertaker's entrance is still as. Even as 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 short as that aisle was, <laughs> he managed to take his time. Yeah, <laughs> but it's still man. It's that will never get old, man. No, it will never get old. Definitely still four not. minutes to get in the ring, right? Now Roman got him. Oh. Roman's got ten minutes. Jesus Christmas! I know your tribal chief. All right, back to this match. We see uh, Vader and Brett throwing live rounds at each other. Yeah. I don't know if them two had beef with each other, but them punches look pretty legit, pretty stiff. No, they've all said back in the day that Vader would throw live rounds. He just didn't know how to work his punches, so he just said, fuck it. Ah! Vader, <laughs> Vader was cracking the chair over Brett, and then he attempted to put him in that damn sharpshooter. Watching his match, I'm like, damn, how can you just don't turn him over? But he was struggling with that shit. No, Vader was struggling to put Brett in the, in the sharpshooter oh. on the outside. You know, you can't put the hold on a guy who knows all the counters. Yep. Stu is rolling over in his grave. Stu was a, was he still alive? Yeah, he's still alive. Yeah, he's still alive. Well, yeah. well, barely. <laughs> you and King would be perfect together. <laughs> Didn't King say in the early in the show? No, yeah, okay. he, I'll let he, he having a, this heart attack. He had a mild heart attack or something like that. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, speaking to existence. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Oof. Eating that steak. Or wings, one dollar. Or wings. Aww. Yep. All right, but like I said, them two were going back and forth. They're throwing live rounds, and then Brett just kicks Vader in the nuts. Yep. That man just <laughs> dropped. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, that's how you get the big man down. Yeah, boy, where's the one? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Is that right. <laughs> Closed doors, guys. Oh man, but everybody—it was like chaos throughout the whole match. 
and it seemed like Vader like the whole focal point <laughs> throughout this whole match right here with the hey. his eye being bloody. Yeah. But uh Austin gets eliminated. He went over the top rope by Bret Hart. Well, speaking about um Austin with Vader, those live rounds too, man. Even Stone Cold was like, God damn, pal. <laughs> like, lay off. <laughs> you can see from the outside, it's like shit. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, then Austin gets eliminated by Brett. Yep, and he was pissed off. Then he came back, and he takes out Brett. Yep. And then you see uh, Vader on the top rope getting ready to hit the Vader bomb on the Undertaker. Undertaker yep. gets up, <laughs> low blows, more nuts. <laughs> more nuts, more nut work. <laughs> and Vader just goes tumbling down. Yeah. yeah. It was good elimination. Poor that was, Vader. That was smart, though. <laughs> Poor Vader. That was smart. Yep. And uh, after this... Austin's still trying to interfere, trying to eliminate Brett. The Undertaker just comes, and he punches Austin, and Brett throws Taker right over the top rope. Yeah. There you go. That's your finish. That's crazy. What do you guys think about the match? Start with John. What? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This The Final Four uh, match with its unique rules, uh, never replicated to my knowledge, uh, in the exact manner. Um, no, but it was, yeah, a hard hitting match, just like you said. And Vader being a uh, focal point, probably because he was uh, cut open a hard way. And you'd be hard pressed to find five, you know, Vader focused matches in his WWF career. Um, but this would be one of them. And he would uh, go on, you know, he faced The Undertaker at the Rumble the, the previous month. He would face The Undertaker later in the year at the Calgary Stampede. And, that would uh, do it for the big man, uh, but it was a it was a match. It was shorter than I expected, um, and I don't know. It was it was okay for me. I didn't I didn't love it that much, uh, but it wasn't bad. So it was just right in the middle for me. Cool, Ray. Um, the match served its purpose. What they wanted to get across, what they were trying to do with it, um, with Sean's knee or what was going on with there. It was a nice. It was a nice way to transition to what they want to do, especially after what happened at the next night. But, no, a hard-hitting match and showed that Brett could wrestle any type of style match. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You have guys that are heavy hitters, who uh, brawlers, and you had this technical guy when he was out there brawling with them yep. and still got his shit in. So that speaks to what how great Brett was. But, again, served his purpose. Not a bad match. I mean, best match of the night. <laughs> yeah. By yeah. far. Yeah. yeah. Not saying much, right? Match of the night. Yeah. Water heater and LaFonda. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck was that about? <laughs> Platino? Uh, I got to go against you guys and say actually it was a great match. I mean, most of, most of the time when you see triple threats or fatal four ways, there's so much chaos that they're, the camera angles are going left, right, go up and down, so they couldn't really focus on the matches. It seemed like those those four guys knew, all right, I'm going to stick with this wrestler we're going to get our five, ten minutes in, and then we'll split off and do what we got to do. And they, they, their focus was towards setting up a rivalry or, or whatever they were going to have set up for the following pay-per-view coming up anyway. I think there was just Mania coming up after that, right? Yep, next month in Chicago. Right. WrestleMania 13. Yeah, so, I mean, I know the focus mainly was Brett and um, Austin because of the rivalry going on for so long. And Brett being the shit man to Stone Cold and Stone Cold just... Being whatever it is, 
those guys just had that chemistry. You could just see it. It just undeniable. And then Vader and, and Taker, which I was shocked because, like, a couple months ago, Vader wasn't getting along with a lot of the guys. He wasn't putting on matches like that. And I was like, all right, the chemistry with Taker and Vader, they could have had a WrestleMania match. It didn't happen. Something else happened that year, but the master and the ruler of the world goes against Undertaker at Mania, so the right guy went over at this point compared to what's going to happen the following night because uh, I think something with Austin, he interferes with their match with uh, Brett and, and Sid, so and then that bloody mess, man. Oof. I wasn't expecting that from Vader, especially at WWF at that time, but he showed out and Still, how the hell does he do a fucking moonsault at that size? That's just insane. Centrifugal force. Centrifugal force? Yeah. I watched Oppenheimer, so no, I'm, I'm smart. Next. Yes. I'm Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, all four guys, they, they showed out. Um, Austin was made, was a made man, more so than he ever was at that time. He, was, he wasn't where we thought he was going to be just yet until Mania 13, where we finally got that. A month later. Yeah. Where Austin and Brett had that great match, which, in my opinion, was probably one of the best matches of the night, if not one of the greatest matches of Mania history. But, uh, mm-hmm. like you said, it served its purpose. The right guy went over, in my opinion, and set up for the following night. So, yep, so we closed the show with Psycho Sid coming out, and he's talking to the new World Heavyweight Champion, Brett the Hitman Hart, and that match took place the following night, and Brett Hart lost the title. So after this, they build to the road to WrestleMania 13 in Chicago. So you have the dead man challenging Psycho Sid for the World Heavyweight Championship. You have Bret Hart and Stone Cold in a famous I Quit match mm-hmm. where the roles reverse. Submission match. Actually, submission bro. match, excuse yeah. me, submission match. And uh, Stone Cold passed out. That made Stone Cold that night. And Bret became one of the top heels in the company at the time. And as for Vader... Strap, you got to refresh my memory. What did Vader do in WrestleMania 13? <clears throat> Vader uh, was managed by Paul Bearer, who also managed Mankind. Oh, yes. And they would challenge the Owen Hart and the British Bulldog for the World Tag Team Championships. And uh, uh, Vader would go on. He would face Ken Shamrock in the, the springtime. And then uh, in the, that summer at the Calgary Canadian Stampede, the Undertaker was supposed to defend the world title against uh, Ahmed Johnson, but Ahmed Johnson got injured, and therefore his replacement was Vader. The storyline being that Vader beat the Undertaker at the Royal Rumble eight months prior. <laughs> Here's his title shot. And that was just a, a filler match, and uh, Vader would uh, team with uh, the Patriot later in the year, become a face, and he'd have one big feud with the big red machine Kane in 1998 and then disappear to into Japan. The, into the ether. And he would go to Japan, and if you could find his, the DVD on highspots.com, uh, Vader had a career resurgence in Japan, um, showing that his lame duck run in the WWF wasn't his fault. Because so. in New Japan, he was the man. It was better time! <laughs> yes, Vader was the man, just not in the WWF. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Made you pop. Pause. Oh, Whoa, hello. 
gotcha. <laughs> Yahtzee. Ay, ay, ay. All right, guys. What do you guys think about the show? Would you pay the $19.99 to watch <laughs> this show if it wasn't on Peacock? Adjusted for inflation. For me? Yeah. Anybody. Yeah, I'm a Brett fan, so I was going to probably pay. So <laughs> you got me. Especially for the belt. That was my guy, so I was definitely. Did you go? Nope. I know John and Ray know they probably would have streamed it through the black box. <gasps> Absolutely. So <laughs> that black box <laughs> was sweet too. Was. That's how it looked. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. Well, Dom, how would would wh- you? Would I? Nope. <laughs> what Dom? How what did you like the match? It was a cool match. I enjoyed the Fatal Four Way. If you didn't know the results, would you have paid for it though? Not even with. It, it, I right? agree with John though. It's a unique match that we haven't seen ever since. It's not one of those gimmicky. It's, it has. It's, it's a gimmick. It's clever. But... It's clever. It's clever. Don't get thrown off the top. Then no. It's, I don't know. It's a. It's a clever match. It was I'm a, surprised it's not has has been done again. It was a good way to avoid anybody getting pinned and look strong, all the way around. But I'm kind of glad they didn't. They did away with that because it's just like, come on, someone's got to take a pin. Is there is is it just me or has there been a lot of fatal four way matches in the history of the WWF or is that just something or is that just the the game mode I always picked in the video games because you could reasonably still win as a player one you know and you also got to see a lot of wrestlers in the video game so I feel like I played it more as a as a as a as a feature in a video game than they actually had fatal four ways in real life. Yeah, back in the day, it wasn't many fatal four ways. The only one, other one I can think of, right WrestleMania now, 2000. is WrestleMania two thousand. Yep. Um, I think you know triple threat matches are more common. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, I just fatal four ways like bigger in my head only because I probably played it in all the SmackDown games a yeah. lot over the years. It's like so. you said, you didn't see that match, so you probably wanted to play that game more more than anything. I always so. like mix, putting, you know, like, you have one star and, like, three jabronis. Yeah. <laughs> it's The Rock versus Furnace, LaFon, <laughs> and Aldo Montoya. Oh. oh, oh. Who's going to win this one? Doug Furnace. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, you always need a heater. Ha-ha, <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's it. But, uh, yeah, it was a good fate of four-way, but I wouldn't have paid the nineteen ninety nine at the time to, to watch this. All right. Just from uh, seeing what the card was, like, where was Mankind? Where was he at? <laughs> There's a lot of people missing, yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Honky talk, man. That's the best <laughs> Maybe he got choked out by Mankind. Maybe that's what happened. Oh, we my see... God. <laughs> we didn't see Mankind. Hell yes. Oh, man. Honky talk got a match on, in your house. <laughs> Maybe, he nope. in... Maybe he was interviewed by Vince McMahon, and you know, they started deleting him off the oh, network. I don't think Mankind was where he was when we thought of at that time. I think he was just coming up because... 96? Oh, yeah. They didn't have the first Hell in a Cell match just yet. Uh, yeah, Not until after Brett left. But you had the Buried Alive match. Ah, yes. Or was that 97? 96. We, we well, covered it. The Undertaker was the one that was buried. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he lost every Buried Alive match. Number he never one. won a Buried Alive match. I don't even think he won a casket match. Oh, yes. Caskets he's won. Yeah. 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 yeah, oh, yeah. We watched oh, yeah, one yeah, with yeah, him. Yeah. With, uh, um, what's his face? Luther Reigns. Not Luther Reigns. Oh. Uh, uh, Hide and right. At Kamala. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Never mind. Mr. Casket Match at the Royal Rumble. <laughs> the Undertaker. Mr. That CM. is true. <laughs> All right, guys. So next week is our final episode of February, and that is going to be 
No Way Out 2004. And if you know what the main event was, hmm. Eddie wins the goal against Brock. Here comes the pain. Lesnar. <laughs> yes, that guy. Here who, comes the pain. Who they trying to erase against Brock Lesnar in the Cow Palace. I knew you were going to do that. I know. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. We got to separate you two. Yeah. <laughs> no. <don't> no. <laughs> that will be our final show in February. But, guys, we're going to have a bonus show in March <gasps> at Horsepower Cigar Lounge in Montville, Connecticut, Woo! Wednesday, March 13th. Woo! We're going to smoke some cigars. Hey, yo. Yeah, and we we're going <laughs> to watch two great matches from WrestleMania 3. And which mm. ones are those? The Macho Man Randy Savage. And, yeah. and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Unbelievable, man. Then we're going to close the show with Andre the Giant going against the immortal Hulk Hogan. That seems like a shorter show than this one. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to watch the show. We're going to commentate the show, and it's going to be a good time. Puff. Puff so mark your calendars. March 13th. March 13th. March 13th. At Horsepower yes, Cigar Lounge in Montville, Connecticut. Yes, sir. But after No Way Out, it's WrestleMania season. WrestleMania talk. A Baptista. I shoot the lasers out of the I love that. A lot of WrestleMania talk, and it's going to be good. Might be some special guests. Really? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But this upcoming week, it's going to be a bonus. It's going to be a rundown on the Elimination Chamber. We're going to give our thoughts, our prediction on the upcoming card. And we might open a box for Wrestling Crate. Aww. It's been a while since you opened one of them box. Yeah, I keep forgetting it. So <laughs> It's the January one. We're going to buy bi-monthly now, so I won't be getting one every month. I'll be getting one every other month. Hopefully it's Black History Month. No. Sorry, not. But the one coming after will have a special t-shirt. Maybe it's the Val Venus with the cum stains on it. The cock lock and ready to explode. I came. Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> I saw. And I came again. Why is it in size 1T? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Why is it a baby burp? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right, uh, shut it down, brother. Uh, we can't right. stop. We can't Guys, stop that. great episode. But until then, I'm the notorious one. I am Dom. I'm here with Cool Ray. I'm uh-huh. here with Strap Facts. And I'm here with the daddy to be, Poppy Platino. We will see you next time. Boom. Boom.